It's time for the Orlando Lions Den Podcast with your hosts, JJ, Eddie, Cleon, and Alex Brown. Welcome to another edition of Orlando Lions Den Podcast. This is Cleon One. I'm here with with Mr. Swaggy, Alex Brown. Back over in the together cut. again. It's oh, December. Almost. It's December. And we got our, we're, uh, we're having a podcast. That's we got nice. Mr. Edward, Tony, Eddie. What's up, guys? Good to be back. A lot to talk about. That means, that means we must have some some sort of optimistic news if we want to meet in this during the month of December. Yes, yeah, so my optimistic. Op, I can't even say that right now. Optimistic news um, is JJ's not here again. Oh my goodness! Oh, wow. Starting off, starting off right. <laughs> starting off right. Ouch. We miss you already, JJ. He's got his uh, Tuga landscaping going on. If you guys need a, a cut of grass, I think he does like numerous counties. Yep. So that's our automatic shout out. Give him a call for some pricing. T-U-G-A, Tuga Landscaping. And, and with that, we might as well roll straight into sponsors. Yeah, yeah. We Y'all can handle that. Cause sponsor. Even though I know them, I'm not going to say them. Okay. You I'll start with Accurate Mortgage Group, I guess. That is giving me the eyes. <laughs> uh, hit up Leo for all your mortgage lending needs. Uh, at loans by Leo underscore, I believe is what his Twitter handle is. Um, at AMG Lenders is uh, their business page, and they can help you out for all your mortgage lending needs, even if you have just some simple questions needed, some uh, headers or pointers in the right direction. Give them a, give them a shout. And yeah, we got Field Turf USA. Champions League is going on. A lot of Field Turf uh, fields out there. Thanks for being a sponsor, little guys like us. It's going to look good at Anfield again. Yes. In the uh, final 16. And. We have Casey Sports Bar where we're at. We have a karaoke night going on. So we have some Christmas music blaring right now in the background, and it's going to probably range from that to Journey to Jimmy Buffett at some point throughout sweet. the night. It has to be Sweet Caroline in there, and don't forget. Yeah, yep. don't forget hey, they, had, they, had a little, they had a little old song road a little while ago. Yep, yeah. had some little Nas X on it's, there. It's, so. getting, it's getting late, so the people are a little more sauced up than normal. It's a full parking lot here at uh, Casey Sports Bar tonight, so. Karaoke Wednesdays, apparently in December, is the place to be. I think that's everybody, right? Uh, that's that's everybody we're going to get to today. That's it. So um, <laughs> let's just roll straight into this. Yeah. We, we've been gone for a while, so uh, we're going to start off with the old news first. That's his roster decisions. Not going to talk about who stayed. We're only going to talk about who go. We're going to go through <laughs> this real quick. Bill Johnson, deuces. Will Johnson is finally R. I. P. off the team. Yeah. R.I.P. I mean, somebody said controversial. Fool me once, Wait, shame con- on me. Fool that me was twice. Gavin, I think it was controversial Damn, so stay. I don't. I don't even. Rem- I mean, is divisive. I think is what he said. Divisive, right? controversial. Yeah. Look at yeah. this. Uh, there's said, there's people who who like appreciate hustle, and there's people who appreciate talent. So guarantee whatever you. whatever side of the the fence you you fall on, that's a division. I don't know what. Part, like I don't know what part. Or you like we're talent. gonna fly through this. Were they not understanding? We yeah. said we ain't going to talk about this. We're going to go through, shout yeah. this name out, give a little R.I.P., pour a little liquor, never and keep for, it moving. Yeah, never, we could do never that forget for like, D.C. We could do that for like Ranjit Singh, but Will Johnson deserves a little talking who, who, about He really doesn't. 
Okay. He got a whole extra year talk. Registering. I don't he got a whole Never extra year talk. You don't think that's enough? <laughs> he got a whole extra year. He was living on borrowed time. Anyway, <laughs> it was Sasha Clashton. It was only about half a million dollars. Sasha Clashton. <laughs> Never knew you. Goodbye. Oh. Already Deuces. signed with LA. R.I.P. R.I.P. Back home. Lami Sane. Baby Deer. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Deuces. Tell us how you really feel. He had that flamingo foot whenever he did use it real high. Look at your flamingo up there. Stick it out that hoof up there. It's got like the Undertaker. Look at people's heads off. <laughs> Dylan Powers. Uh, I, never, band, I band never knew you, buddy. Mm, yeah. Never knew you. I don't even know if you can play or not, to be honest with you. I have no idea. Can he play? I have no idea. I've never seen him. He makes a headband didn't work. Then he took the headband off, and it still didn't work. Deuces, R.I.P. <laughs> he was like, you know, you heard of Samson? Cut his hair. You know, I'm gonna do the opposite with my headband. <laughs> we're, we're so Same, wrong. I, I'll, I'll, actually, I'll actually let you speak on this one, probably because you're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> Shame O'Neill. Oof, the uh, Irish connection. <laughs> Zero to sixty seconds out of here. Back to Ireland, I think, or to that to the USL. I think both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's got to be some USL team uh, with uh, like an Irish name on He'll be it. playing like, for Miami next year. Not Inter-Miami. Miami. Miami FC. Who just congrats to going to USL. Are they even Lee in Miami killers. themselves or they're like in Hialeah? No, they're actually in Miami. Uh, no, I thought they were in like Hialeah. Uh, that's not Miami. That's no, still closer than Pompano they're Beach. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh... R.I.P. Shame. Greg Ranjitsing. I got a quick Shane O'Neill story. His first name was Greg? I got wow. A, I got a quick uh, Shane O'Neill story. When they had like the the, thing, <laughs> the season ticket thing last year, um, not this not this recent one, the one last year, they just went down the, the aisle, like down the sidelines and signed autographs. I talked to Shane and like nobody really asked him for his autographs. So I did. <laughs> Felt bad for him. And I said, hey, how are things going? I was a year. And he just went, uh that was it. That's all. One time He's I just saw like, him run out. And I didn't say a word. That was riveting. That was riveting. Now let's move on to yeah. that's, that's his biggest contribution. A couple of grunts and confused looks. <laughs> Greg so, Ranjitsy. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Get up out of here. See Back later. to Minnesota you go. Nazi dresser. Best mix for the win. Minnesota? Yeah, he's yeah. in Minnesota. Minnesota. Inchy's in control now, bro. That means best mix. Best, best mix is in control. Goodness. Yeah. What film did he watch? Best oh, film. Yeah, yeah. Oh, day. <laughs> oh. I'm going to leave that be. Good okay. luck in Minnesota, buddy. Next. Never knew you. Cameron Lindley. Man, we are. Dude, Kalyan's harsh. Hey, man, we ain't got time for Cam Lindley, RIP. That comes from the heart. RIP, buddy. That's my heart starts do well. to crack. I don't know if it's the allocation money that we traded for nothing or, uh, yeah. or what, but I think we traded a pretty hefty, decent piece of allocation money. We won that much. It's like 100K. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. R.I.P. That's to pay. That's to pay for a birth certificate to say yeah. he's and Orlando Rafa Ramos Holmes. and Rafa Ramos hamstrings and Ross. Yeah, that was to pay for a birth certificate to say he was a homegrown in Orlando. Yeah, bro. Changing um, that. yeah, he's got a career. He's got a career somewhere. It just ain't gonna be here. Sorry. R.I.P. Doesn't speak Spanish. It's not working with the new regime. Next. Now, <laughs> wow. Before Irish help, now it's Spanish. Hey, I'd rather. Adam, <laughs> does Ireland never won a World Cup? <laughs> Adam. Adam, the living legend. Ginger Ninja, OC Hero, Open Cup Hero, PK Hero, Adam, Ginger Ninja, Gremlins. Sad. I'm sad. But moving on. But listen, they said Gremlins was part of our biggest moment in club history. Well, if our biggest moment is a semifinal loss to our rival... Then we need to have bigger moments. So we're what onward and upward. What are you talking about? What loss? 
Well, semifinal loss. Our biggest one was a quarterfinal PK win. Yes. So that's in five sadly, MLS sadly, years. That's actually what it was. And then that's, if you count, you know, obviously the USL championships. But we're onward and upward to bigger things. Grinnis is sad. We're not very deep at goalkeeper now. Yeah, all we have is uh, Brian Rose. Mason and Rowe, right? Yeah. Mason's back. Grinnis got to <sighs> do like John Elway. He got to leave on top. Now. That's the last we saw of him. Saving the best. I'll be, I'll be interested to see where he's going. Saving the best for last. Did you didn't even mention Sasha Kleshin? Yes, I did. Yes, you did. Oh. I said back. Come, oh yeah, back yeah. Home. That's I said right. deuces. Sorry, sorry. Deuces. Christian Higuita. Oh boy. You got the. Where's the tissues at, Cleon? You didn't bring them. Nah, mm. bro. I'm, I'm all cried out, bro. I ain't got no more tears left. Uh, got no more tears left. Well, somebody's gonna get lucky. Probably. I have a feeling. I'm surprised that he's having a hard time finding somewhere to land, but I don't know. Maybe something's going on. No, yeah, he's I think already it's hard. He, huh? He's already Wait. got somewhere. He's already somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. You said Columbia Junior Burgers FC in Columbia. <laughs> okay. No, it's it's got something. There uh, will be no Christian Higuita slander on this podcast. No, no. I'm no. sad. I mean, but <laughs> I don't know what went on with the FO and and uh, what what was going on between them and the agent, or if anything went on. I have no idea. I don't know the whole story, so I just trust. What's going on? I'm like, a, I'm like a horse with blinders it's on. It's all money, bro. It's all money. It's all going money. Going forward. It's all money. It's all good. Straight ahead. In the off season, everyone's replaceable. It is what it is. We brought in the, uh, well, we're not there yet. Anyway, all right. That's it. That's everybody that's gone. Moving on. Because that's what we Who are you going to miss the most? Megita. What do you well, mean? Well, aside from Megita, are you going to miss any of them? Miss or wish that we kept any of them? Are you are you are you really besides Higita? Are you upset about any of the decisions? I'm not even upset about Higita, Eddie. I would have rather kept huh? him, but yeah, I, rather, I mean, yeah, had, he, a, had a pay cut. But I'm he's not with Atletico Junior, by the way, in uh in Colombia. Um, and it looks like you know he's already had the shirt on. I'm I'm, I'm going to miss him. Sorry, um, Greenwich is is a uh, sad, but but you know I mean it's not like he's young. I don't know what his upside really was. That's about it. But Aguita, the money and his injury and stuff, unfortunately, you know, it was at a bad time, and most people aren't going to take pay cuts. I doubt he's making the same in Colombia, but who knows? Who no, knows? No way. Yeah. That's the thing is who but knows? But, you know, guy, guy. Nobody knows. He disrespected. He, J- James O'Connor didn't want him around, and this, this crew didn't seem to offer him or take him that serious either. I don't know. So, he's moving five, on. five years, moving on. Okay. Moving on. All right. One last thing. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> on to more recent news. Uh-oh. We finally have a coach. Yep. We did. It's, I'm we've sure all of you like already know. A month. Oscar Pereira. We've had it for like a, about a few weeks now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The writing was on the wall. Everyone knew this was coming. Mm-hmm. How do y'all feel about it? How do we feel about Oscar Pereja? Pere, yes. Pere, Pereja? Pereja? How do you say it? Anybody know? It's a Pareja. Pareja. Oscar. Papi. Yeah. OPP. That's right. We are down. I'm down with OPP. I, I, I do agree with this hire. You've probably seen my opinion already. Yeah. Uh, him and Luis Muzi have worked together. So if, you, if you're if you cool with Muzi, you're cool with me. Type of deal. Um, I mean, you just look at the players that we're bringing in. The the type of player that we're bringing in is what I've wanted for five years. Take small risk chance on young South American players that probably don't have a lot of exposure because they're in South America and then uh, see if you can flip them for, for big rewards. And if if it's a simple way, especially in, in a 
cash strapped situation like rumor has that we are um and the best thing that i like about it is they work together already so it's really a with a guy with the team that we already have you know you have a core like nani and perea um i think you could really hit the ground running i know that's like a just a term but i i i'm excited i think you know it could be very little if any sort of lag time between when he really starts to see what what he wants to start seeing Cleon, how do you uh, feel about Oscar. this hire? Yeah, I like it, man. I, I like it. Um, Poppy, I like it. He does. He does well. He does well to what he has, and he's a he's a coach, man. He's the type of coach I like. He's a I like coaches that all they want to do is coach. They're not out there trying to be the GM. Like uh, uh what was that back in the nineties with uh Suge Knight up on stage? If you want to be if you if you want to be the star, you don't you don't want the producer all up in the videos, all up in front, all this type of stuff. That's that's what you know. That's Adrian likes to be like that. I ain't trying to do that, but I guess I just did. Man, um, you know, I just I, I just want to coach the coach, man. Look, the GM the GM puts the players on the field. They gives you they gives you. I mean, you you tell you tell a GM, you tell your scouts what type of players you need, stuff like that. They just go get them. You know what I mean? I don't believe any coach is sitting there. You're gonna tell me you're coaching the team full time, but then you're out scouting full time. No, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. That means you're doing two jobs half-assed. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not doing either one of them good. And Ron Swanson always said, don't half-ass two things, full-ass one thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look at Oscar's record, what, one, what, 1. 1.6, a little bit over 1.6 points per game in MLS, playoffs four out of five he's a winning, years. He's a winning coach. Even Supporter even the Shield championships. Mm-hmm. Uh, tied for Supporter Shield, only lost on goal differential another year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his point total would have gotten – his average points would have gotten a home playoff game. So, you know, I think uh, this is, I mean, when you look at the coaches that we've had, you look at the location where we're at, the type of hotbed of, of soccer that we we are, you know, we're not in the middle of St. Louis or we're not in, in uh, Minnesota or in Ohio. You know, there's different type of talent up here. Most of the time that you, you find young talent down here, it's going to be of some sort of uh, Spanish, Brazilian, Colombian, South American descent. Portuguese sometimes um but all in all typically uh, you know you would think when when Orlando came into the league in 2015 you would think oh they're going to be like when you know when Miami comes into the league you're thinking oh they're going to be you know primarily a a Spanish speaking you see it on their Twitter account all the time you would kind of get the same feel from Orlando and it just hasn't been that way you know it's been quite actually the opposite so I am uh I'm starting to get excited I would say because you know it's finally happening. The takeover is occurring. That some people have hated, but it's needed, especially in our location, I think. Okay. All right. So my thoughts on Oscar Pareja. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you make some, yeah, you make some good good uh good points there. I um Oscar Pareja, I think what you guys uh, brought up so far makes a lot of sense. So um they Musi said he wanted someone who knew the league, right? Check, right? Someone who's who their big pitch is the new training facility and having everything under one house, right? Um, Muzi was the assistant GM of some sort back in Dallas, right? The the main GM is doing other stuff. It's usually the lower guys who are putting doing like you know boots on the ground kind of stuff. So I bet you Muzi had a had a decent hand in what happened in 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 the academy and um, with that Pareja did, etc. You know, like he he probably knows how they did and what they did and. 
but it has the guy who who made it happen. That's what all the Dallas people say. That Barrera brought it all together and made it happen. And you still see the talent that he built up: Paxson um, Pomacall, right? Reggie Cannon, all these guys that that had that were in their academy, and Richards who went to Bayern, right? <clears throat> and uh, so I, I think that that's helpful. I, Muzi um, Ricardo had told us Muzi knew like all the mechanisms of MLS you know, more than anyone he's ever met before, right? So it, I feel comfortable in that we kind of have, like, wonks, right? Like like, like people who who are very strong in their specific experience and their specific knowledge in a specific gig, right? Budalik wasn't really well-versed in all the stuff, right? He's not well-versed in anything. Yeah, James O'Connor. Yeah, yeah. James well, O'Connor. James O'Connor, right good coach, good mind in ways, but not, not versed in MLS yet, right? Learning on the job a little bit. Bareja takes that out. He's not learning on a job. He already knows the job. He's succeeded in the job. And his floor, his floor is more than the ceiling, than Orlando's ceiling has ever been. His worst season is going to be our best season. So I'm just saying, if, if he's just mediocre, we're better than we were last year, essentially, based on his history. Yeah. He could be based one on point his better than his worst total, and he, we'd be our best total. Yeah, so. exactly. One point, but yeah, exactly. So the, the idea here is is this is someone who we're not a team who's going to spend a lot on transfers. Neither was Dallas. We're not a team who who's gonna who's gonna splash the cash. And he succeeded within that environment, and he's done it by building up. Now it, it's a harder project. It's not just going to be Dallas. Our academy is is pretty thin. We we've blown it up and blown it up and blown it up over and over. There's a lot to build there. But look, we've seen some progress with signing homegrowns already. And um, at least you have someone who's going to focus on that, right, um, on the academy. So I think Pareja checks the box there in regards to the long-term thinking. Orlando City fans are always talking about three years and long-term and all that stuff. If Pareja, However long Pareja's here, he's going to get to focus on building a pipeline, which is positive. And someone can build on top of that, even that's fine too. And I think MLS-wise, if you watch the way he plays, they've, they've gone – I've seen 4-4-2 empty buckets. I've seen 4-3-3. I've seen 4-2-3-1. I've seen – I've seen a flat four four two. I've seen all kinds of different styles he's played. He's pragmatic. It's not a beautiful football they normally play. I think we're probably going to counter and and you know and it'll be like eight back and, and counter and quickly. I think we have Pareja, uh with Marisa Pareja, someone who who can do a role like Mar- Maro Diaz did. And the point is, I think he knows the league and he knows how to win in this league. And and we're going to be competitive all the time. If you guys were lauding the JOC fans or lauding him for making us look competitive in some games, you're really going to like Oscar Pareja because he was competitive in a lot of games all the time, every single season, every year, everywhere he coached. So I, I think I think this so far is is our on paper the best coach we've ever had, and hopefully he could produce as such. Yeah, it's a no brainer in my opinion too. Yeah. Um. The the thing I like about him is is like what you're saying. I, I don't. He's not a coach that comes in and is like, "This is what we're doing." Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not a coach that's like, "Oh, we're playing a four three three and we're doing this and we're doing that." When he's just coming in and he doesn't even know what these players are good at yet. He's a coach that that goes. He's he sees the players together, sees who's good at what, who how they work together, and then figure out what they're going to play based off of that. You you put the best system for the players that are available to you. Mm-hmm. And that even changes. You can't even do that on a season basis because it's, okay, Nani gets hurt. Juan gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Now you got Kyle Smith over there. Mm-hmm. You can't play the same. You yeah. know what I mean? So he, he's a coach that adjusts. And it's and it's and uh, that that was a key word when you hear uh, Muzi and you hear uh, even a little podcast we did with um, Ricardo. And, and you hear it seems like a – some of what their issue was with the previous 
coach was wasn't good at adjusting. And and people think of adjusting and think of only in a game situation. Oh, we just went down a goal. No, it's bigger than that. Like it's it's you need to adjust your system constantly. Yeah. Depending on who is available to you, whether that's available to you that week, whether that's available to you that month, during that game. You know what I mean? If you base everything off of off of off of something and this player's integral to our system and that player goes down with a hamstring, you can't play the same way. Yeah, and, and, to, and to be fair, I don't think he was good at in-game decisions anyways. How many no, times no, in the second half, they, it was just an artillery. We're just hiding there in the Alamo getting blasted. No, by seven, just, 15 shots in the second half. It just yeah. over there, and just like in the Alamo, guess what? Spoiler alert, they lost. Yeah, And, uh, um, and that's mean, what happened to us at the end. You held on, and at the end, someone got through and done. And they put the, put the last shot in. But um, I think what, what and, you guys are nailing on the head yeah. with, with you know saying that it's the best coach I've ever had. Yeah, that's no, that's undoubtedly correct. And then, like you said, I the mean, the best CV or whatever. JOC you know? came in last year, and then everybody was talking about how you know he usually runs like a three in the back, three in the back, three in the back. And then he came in and literally tried to run a three in the back with like barely having even three center backs available in the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He tried to literally stick his his tone to the game and say, "This is what I'm going to run. This is how we're going to do it." Even though I don't really have the players to do it right now. Exactly. Like you can't, you can't, and Christ was the same way. Yeah. You cannot, time and time and time. You can't just throw a system out there and force players into it yeah. when players don't fit it. You, you can't through time. And that, that's the, the rebuttal is that, well, if you give them transfer windows, he'll get players. No, for that's, that. and that's stupid. But that's that, like, uh, and it goes back to Heath too saying, yeah, Heath saying, you know, that well, Kaka the guy didn't fit his four two three one. Doesn't fit my. my it's just ridiculous, dude. Like a balloon door winner doesn't fit my system, bro. Like the, I mean, co- sorry, so we've co- never really had a, We've never really had a coach that that is adaptable. And, and, and soccer's yeah. behind, and also on the sports. Look at NFL. Look at Andy Reid, who was like a true West Coast guy, right? Holmgren disciple, who was a Bill Walsh disciple, West Coast. And look what he's running with with Kansas City college offense and stuff like that why do you have to you have to adjust that's what uh, i think probably has going to be a little more pragmatic in, in that and i think in-game decisions and in dallas i've been reading a lot like you know um of just like post-game r- like recaps and stuff from his tenure and there and you will see halftime subs you see Mauro diaz not playing for a couple games because the, the team just wasn't defending well because you know he, he was just a little bit of a liability there and he made some tough choices he made tough choices in game and then his somehow he changed formations and shapes, and the team seemed to know how to how, how to do it. Where I think when we went from three at the back to to four through three in game, it was a disaster. And then sometimes we'd bunker for parts of the year, and then sometimes we would we would play more attacking. And like Matt Doyle and other guys said, we couldn't defend and attack well at the same time. We couldn't attack well and then defend well at the same time. And it seems like no one there wasn't fluidity to our game, and it has to go back on coaching a little bit. And I think Oscar Pareja has a lot of it. Yeah, I, I, Oscar Pareja, he gets. I think what we're going to see is you're going to see hustle, dedication, and, and people who are just going to play a little more smart, maybe more simple. But I think I think he does that first. The, the The imprint, the style, is like positive. Being a protagonist, he always uses that word, right? Being a protagonist of being like like the like the star, like forcing the issue, right? And then and then and then playing hard, and that's what that's gonna that's gonna go well in this city. This is a hard to hustle town that that's like catnip to the, the orlando base like hard and hustle i mean this is going to be in a gritty ugly hard and hustle kind of team so we play i think those who are are are, ty- are scared to embrace him embrace him because i think you're going to like to look at this team in a couple matches we played him four times right as a coach and we didn't score a single goal in four games i don't think yeah. if i remember correctly this year was the first year we, we scored against fc dallas 
And we played two home, two away matches against them. And I think it was like seven or eight to zero on the. It actually, it was worse than that because we lost four to zero once. So, but we never, we've never scored a goal against Oscar. It's Pereira ironic in that four that matches, three hundred sixty minutes. You know, it's he was the coach that killed Inchi. Remember, excited. he yeah. was the coach that killed Inchi here. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, it was I him. It was that. four nothing. The Inchi's last game here. It was Oscar Pareja's demolishing of him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I know some of it. I know some. Obviously, we already talked about David Mateos and all that stuff. But, but that 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 went. Let me put it this way: When we played FC Dallas, do we look like the better coach team? Never. Yeah. And it it wasn't one of those opponents that you could say, oh, well, they just spend more money or, oh, well, they have more talent than us either, you know. So, obviously, there's a common ground there. Exactly. Both teams have similar setups as apart from the academy, really, but as far as budgets are concerned, ownership, exactly. things like so, that. So. With, with Muzi, we have uh, – this team is going to have to use every mechanism possible to build a good roster. Muzi's familiar with those, right? And then he's he's got a scout and, and Ricardo and his crew – and their whole crew and who know how to negotiate and who know how to find players on a budget. Successfully done in Brazil, successfully done in Columbus, right? And so you, you have people who are specialized in certain things now. For the first time, I feel like the club has like specialists in each like level, right? So yeah. I feel like I feel like um, I feel better about that because I feel like Oscar's a coach's coach and he knows how to build an academy and you know and he's done it here and he knows the league. He played FC Dallas with Jason Kreis. He was here for like what six, seven, eight years in the MLS. So the man knows the league, knows the country, and he coached out there in in in, in Frisco, Texas, and Dallas, out there with with five thousand fans, ignoring the a team that won the supporter shield. Imagine how he's going to feel here once we start winning and the fans all come back. And then can we touch on like speaking of like the 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 tree of what goes on? I see people like talking about you know Ohio. We still need a sporting director, a technical director, but can we like say anything? On this team? Yeah, I mean, I I just I see some people say that, and I and and for me, in case you don't know, the way I interpret it is you have the sporting director, technical director, then you have a general manager. And you need two guys to those two positions. And we have Ricardo and Luis Muzi. And, you know, obviously one person is higher up than the other in that situation for right now. But to me, those two guys do those two jobs. Do so I have that understanding correct? Like we don't need a technical director or sporting director. Is that Would you say that's accurate? That's those titles, man. Because we already, we already have two guys to do those two jobs. Yeah. And then we have a coach. Yeah. I mean, we got we got three guys in place. It's just not needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waldo, Ricardo, Muzi. There's, I mean, there's a bunch of people out there. Yeah, they it's a, it's a they got a whole team, bro. We got an um, army of of men now. Yeah. These these signings you're all happy about. They didn't they didn't just show up, man. They found yeah. them. Speaking yeah. of signings, and uh, going going even going back to that, like Alex, uh, if you what, host, one of the it. things one of the things we're talking about, like with um, another thing, like a lot of fans just think we need to. Uh, Oh, every coach that's coming in just turn a whole every t- coach to have a whole roster full of oh I pick this guy pick every single player it doesn't it doesn't work like that man that's how we got in this mess in the first place with, with Christ trying to do that crap and trying to pick a million different players to fit this one specific system he's trying to run and then he gets fired then we're stuck with all the crap where we just got rid of at the half of the names we just yeah and the, re- off. the rebuttal it is doesn't work like the rebuttal that. is you you have to someone just out of uh, pull it out of their butt, and that had to be three years. You'll have enough time to to Stupid. determine whether they're th- give them enough time to pick players and determine whether those players are good, and that's the only way. As if after three years, you're still not stuck with trash. Yeah, what those guys get pick, trash? You pick with, good players. You just pick good players, and it's the coach's job yeah. to create a system or find a system that works for those players on your team. 
Exactly. So we had this discussion about the whole Bill Parcells quote. You want to buy the groceries if you're going to cook them, right? Well, look, sometimes you got to do your job. Your job is to coach, not to buy the groceries, right? And and sometimes we let some people buy groceries, and they weren't good at buying groceries, man. So, you know, either yep. – like like you've seen in the NFL. Remember Mike Shanahan, great NFL coach. When he was a GM and coach, he wasn't as good as 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 when he was just a coach. Some people – I feel like Oscar Brother has fine with cooking with the groceries he's giving. I think he's been successful cooking with the groceries he's given most of the time. Or at least in this case with Luis Muzi, he's got someone who knows he's going to get him the groceries he wants. Yes, sir. All right. Um, now moving on to uh, – we got some official movement player movement and we have some rumor movement um i'll just throw all the names out there one time and we just talk about them as we go Mm -hmm. um official homegrown david larea sweet it been been in the works forever um the little magician this guy it's about five three five four he's five four 140 145 yeah uh center of gravity yeah i know they see him as a they see him as a number 10 so that's what they're gonna work him as initially uh, a number ten. Um, we also have, oh, he's what twenty one, David Loria. I believe so. He's yeah. About twenty one. Yeah, he's a junior. Um, so, and officially, we signed Andres. Here we go. With, here we go with all the Reyes. Andres Paria. That yeah, that's it right there. Everybody, Perea? go off of that one. Perea. <laughs> no, it's it's Perea. It's Perea, really. Perea. But if you're East Columbus, you got to roll the R at least six times. Or else the Colombian will tell you it's not proper Spanish. Huh. Well, what if you're a Colombian but you were born in Tampa? Well, he, you know, that doesn't matter. Listen, you can be a Colombian <laughs> born on the moon. They're going to tell you the same thing. We need a uh, <laughs> nickname for, for him. For yeah, sure. he's barely I, 19. He yeah. just turned 19 last month. Yeah, he's a Andres. It's, and, and it's like the emphasis on the E. Perea, but whatever. He's, yeah. He grew up in, I mean, he uh, born in Tampa. People uh, say an, another, another big defensive midfielder. Um. Yeah, I mean, about he's, six six foot six one six one. Like yeah. how uh, Seba says, so they say Seba's six foot. Do you think he's six foot? I don't think so. He I doesn't look so. Well, he don't look six foot. Is six no, foot. he looks like five, that's what five, that's nine, what they said uh, five, when we nine, when we first maybe? got him. They had him listed at six foot. No, I've, yeah, I've, he's I've, not five nine. He's bigger than that. Yeah, well, five man. Yeah, five ten. Five ten. So. With cleats well, on, maybe. Wait, what know. are we arguing about? An inch? You're, you're right trying to make him sound like he's small. And I'm trying to go down, and you're like oh, five <laughs> ten. I don't know. Five eleven. It's an inch. Well, you know that five twelve is six. Either foot. way, uh, we <laughs> got another. This much, man. Is he five thirteen? Yeah, he's five twelve and a half. Yeah. No, I Mendes. But look, Mendes is is definitely physical in the midfield, right? He he goes in there and he he puts a uh, he put, puts a shoulder on people, and he he's able to 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 kind of get through and fight and 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 play rough. In a way where he doesn't he doesn't get just a ton of fouls. Uh, Perea, his video clips look similar. Like everyone's like, oh, in MLS he's gonna get a bunch of fouls because he's physical. But I mean, he's he's only nineteen. He's six foot one, and then he he's he's a number six uh, a lot, and he 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 could win balls back. And I like him. And Colombia has a good history of this. Ayita, Diego Chara. So um, you know, I'm excited about him. It's a loan with an option to buy. One year loan with an option to buy. That'll work. Um, Which is good business. We need to do more loans. Yeah, we'll, he looks we'll like see. this year, like Sebas, like a demolisher, like a, just a run right through. Yeah, he looks different. And then he, he also has a little me, bit of, uh, of some uh, vision, better vision. Yeah, I, too. I think Sebas is going to be, we're going to see him more box-to-box this year, where I think, you know, uh, Perea is probably maybe going to sit a little deeper. Yeah. What do you think? The LA karaoke, they're killing it today, man. Good Get Lord. it. Oh, man. Wow. She's wasted, wasted. Uh, yeah, jeez. 
Um, so that's that's how I feel about Pernell. What do you what did you see, Cleon? What do you think? I think Mendes is going to be more box to box this year. I don't think he'll sit as deep. I think that's how this crew sees him. You think he's going to start immediately? I, hey, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't, think, I don't so. think they're done in the midfield, so I can't really say that. I don't. If we re- look at our midfield right now, our re- midfield Mendes. I mean, we only have three. Yeah, our midfield right now is Mendes, right? Who should be a starter? Uh, Yuri, Yuri and Yuri. That's it. And Yuri. And then after that, we have whatever Colman is. The rest are all tens. Right? And then and then uh, Perea, right? Yeah, the rest it, are tens. Yeah, and then and then um and uh, David um you know Loria another ten. Who's a ten? Who's just yeah? I mean, if anything, Loria is. I like that he's coming because I like the whole homegrown approach. But this, I mean, Marisa Perea is a great guy to learn under for that number ten spot. So we yeah. have Sebas, and somebody Perea, who was um Perea's called Generalito because he was a midfield and you know he's a general in the midfield Perea. Help make Maro Diaz, but it knows how to make number tens. Like that's that's so what we he have does. Prea, Prea, Sebas, and Yuri right now in midfield, right? Yeah, I'm telling yeah. you, we I got, got four nicknames. midfielders. AP for Andres Perea, Mopi for Mauricio Pereira, and then Sebas is just Sebas. Take it from there. All right. Yeah. Who's the next guy? We also have uh, two more rumored. The one I'm really excited about, Helman Cano. Yeah, Herman. Herman. Ho- hopefully, I got that correct. Yeah, yeah. It's him. You know, it's if, not German. If you want to be, if you want to be straight up Americans, is is German Kano? <laughs> German Kano. German Kano. Yeah. Uh, apparently, yeah. it's like Herman Kano. Herman Kano. Yeah. Believe it or not, it's whatever. Like, there's Where's a lot. Of, he's from Argentina. Where there, there's a lot of Germans. So probably All there. I know is this dude <laughs> scores goals. Yeah. Well, what is what are his goals look like the last couple of years? I mean, he's up like there thirty. Thirty, yeah, yeah. He yeah, was bro. in like the top ten goal scorers across the world. In the world, in the world, yeah, yeah, like top last year. five, six. I saw. Uh, I was reading about him, and one of the stats that stood out to me was in that um, in their like playoffs or whatever, like one of their cup their cup matches. His uh, his finishing rate was fifty percent. He had he had he had put like twenty four shots on goal or something, thirty four shots on goal, seventeen goals. Or I don't something. think our guys get fifty percent on target. Yeah, thirty four shots. I think it was uh, Alex seventeen goals. Dom had thirty four shots. Dom had fifty something shots and seven goals. Yeah, eight goals and and f- three of those sure. were from his head. Four from the back of his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From there. Well, yeah. I mean, if this if this if this one goes through, um, that's what a lot has been looking for for a long time. They they said uh, might be looking for their for looking for their Martinez. You might got him. Yeah. Anybody have a problem with his age? I mean, thirty one. No. So Herman Cano, a little background, Argentine guy. He's played in Liga MX. He's he's in the Colombian uh, uh, league right now, and um, he's excelled. He's basically the best the best striker in the league, the best scorer right now. And uh, he's thirty one years old. Anybody have a problem with that? He, no. You know what? In, this is a, I don't know if it's like an American thirty one. No problem. I don't know if it's an American thing or what, bro. But like we make a big deal out of like this. Age. Oh, this guy's thirty two. Like like with Nani, like we did with Nani when Nani was coming in. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, he's thirty two. Oh my god. But then when you look at all these teams that we all so called look up to and all this and you look at it, all their all their strikers and their and their attackers are old as hell, bro. They're all in their like mid thirties. Especially in South America. South America they're in mid thirties. You look at like um you look at you look at Man City, you got you got guys you got Silva up there, was he thirty three, thirty four? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody even blinks an eye. That's that's all what everybody wants is to get a guy where you you can sell on for make to make money, but you can't do that everywhere. Sometimes you need like people who are good now. You need to win now. Cano is a guy, or Cano is a guy who can win. You know who's good now, 
and who we hope can translate to MLS immediately. So then, it, it's uh, not a yeah. Is, is it going to build up and sell them to Europe? No. Another thing. Another thing with that is is like uh, what uh, like SKC they just picked up Alan Pulido, right? Yeah. And we're just making a big deal. Oh my God, they're spending money because they're you know they're paying whatever whatever. I keep seeing different numbers. It's anywhere you see seven million. It was eight million. It was nine million. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. The transfer fee does not make the player. And it's like, I, I don't know why, but I think we're just so self-conscious as Orlando fan base that we don't spend money that you think that matters that uh, they're paying this big transfer fee for this guy and, oh, we're going to get uh, Kano for on a free. Is gonna Kano's be on a better free. than him. Kano's better than him. Do so know, who cares? Do you, know, the type of, do you so know how crazy it would be to pull off Nani on a free? But yeah. Perea on a free, yeah, and then Cano on a on a free in in a twelve month period. That's yeah. insane. Look, yeah. most it, of the guys that Nani came in with <laughs> last year, and and people were paying these big transfer fees for Nani was better than him. Yeah, look, it, yeah, period. That's what I'm saying. We we have this ideal. They're like, you got to buy. You have to the, go blow you, all your money. You, you got to go 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 get a big, big transfers, which would be nice. It'll be great if we can do both. Get big transfers. And then that'll show your big club, etc. Because that's how their team in Europe does it. But there are other teams in Europe who don't do that, like Juventus. Juventus is a team that gets that was famous for getting players on loan Aaron, uh, for free. Aaron Ramsey, they got Pirlo back for free, right? All these these guys like like that, they they tend to do that all the time. And then they'll sell them on, or or Ricardo's buddy Monchi in Sevilla, he gets players really cheap, or he gets them on loan and buys them, or they're on freeze. There there are players to be had out there. On free, uh, Bayern Munich got Robert Lewandowski on a free because he didn't want to resign with with Dortmund. But it, this this happens. Does that mean Robert Lewandowski sucks? You know, he's one of the best strikers in Europe, and for the last you know decade or whatever, basically five years plus. And what what it means is this is the reality of our situations. We need to do things like that, and we're seeing also the input um in, sorry just to go ahead and using loans. To equal um, to equal purchases or kind of test the waters, we saw that with Huan. If you want loves Huan, that was that was a, a you know an option that we picked up. And this happened in Columbus. We've seen them do this with like Arthur and stuff like that. You have to compare Orlando with clubs like that where the money isn't there, and then you you have to be smart with it. So I think um, using a loan of option to buy with with uh, Perea is a good idea, and I think shopping on these freeze is a good idea. It doesn't mean they suck because they're on a free. It just means that club didn't have the money to keep them or they didn't want to resign. It means various things. And if they're produced here, who gives a crap on how we got them? And don't forget, Atlanta got Joseph, Joseph Martinez on a loan. They didn't pay transfer fee for yeah, him. From now? From, from uh, a, not Torino, a team in Italy. It was Torino. It was Torino, Torino, yep. Torino. You're right. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. It's, yeah. uh, it would be a- they got Joseph Martinez on a loan. Best player in their history, right? They, and then um in a little history and, and then they got confirmed. they got they got Barco and Petey, right that they yeah, bought transfer fees in a billion dollars in their and they what they don't, get, they're not even that you good got what eight goals between the two of them it's already confirmed that uh Hermain Herman Cano is going to be leaving his club too so yeah he's already turning his resume uh, yeah, so we probably will know sometime in January he had 32 yeah. goals but, last year, 47 but for me like for me I just I don't even like phrasing it even like that because it's it's for it's not even a, a matter of if this team is you know this team doesn't have a lot of deep pockets and this side or whatever. It doesn't even matter at the end of the day. Like even if we had a, a crap ton of money, 
why just go and blow it for no reason just to say, oh, look, you know, look how, look how big I am. I just, I just threw 10 million at this guy. He's only going to give me like 12 goals, but whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's just dumb. It's yeah, dumb. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't goals. matter if you have a lot of money. If, if just get the best player that's there. If that guy's on a free, whatever. Yeah. Why, why, why you sit there and go get a guy that's, that's lesser, that's going to produce less just so I can, you know, act like I'm big stuff and, yeah, and like, oh, I just threw, I just threw million. 15 mil at Pity. Yeah. And you know what happens for my five goals? You, you feel 30 like million yeah. for what? And <laughs> Nani was on a third, on a free, on the same similar position, you a know, winger, midfielder, central midfielder. You know who else was on a free? Javinko. Yeah. You know who else was on a free? Zlatan. Zlatan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll take those two guys over if you spend anybody. All the, if you spend all this money on them, you feel like you have to play them too. Now you're yeah. stuck with them. You feel like you have to it's justify just, it, and then you know what happens? You get you go like in the red. A lot of Dom go, Dwyer. Yeah, you situation. go. On, yeah, you go in the red, and now you, you feel like, playing oh them, man, that, that didn't work out. So now I got to go spend again to fix this. And now you're just now you're spending. This isn't Man City. This isn't you know your big clubs. You're just not gonna. Uh, Real Madrid, they're just not going to buy whoever they need. It's just not going to happen here. So we, we need to uh, it, we need to be smart. If we have a, a list of five players and the guy who's number two or three is about as good as number one and he's free, then you get that guy. You don't spend on number one, in my opinion. You know, that's how I see it. You just need to do smart business no matter how it is. If the guy's on a free and he's good, then get him. Just get the best player. Get the best player you can. And... and it's it's just I don't know man it's just like a, it's just a weird mentality to me. So I think I think Cano is not a big guy or nothing, but he's a finisher. I mean, it was forty seven goals, forty seven games, thirty two appearances in league and fifty overall and thirty four goals. And uh, he's only five nine, but man, a guy scores goals. Just Joseph's only goals. five eight five nine. So who? Yeah, Martinez. Oh yeah, yeah. he's not the biggest guy. Yep. Same right, thing um, about this guy here. Uh. This new one that just popped up, what, tonight? Yeah, tonight. Yeah. And yeah. it's apparently it's pretty advanced. And it, or... it must be pretty advanced uh, according to, <laughs> you know, the interwebs. Yeah. yeah I've been <laughs> talking to some, some of the Honduran folks. The Honduran folks are. Get his uh, name out there. Yeah. His name is Daniel Maldonado. He plays for Mon- Montagua, which is the team in, this, in the CONCACAF. They're playing Atlanta in the opening match. They're a team that they, they're the CONCACAF champions. CONCACAF <laughs> champions league. They, they've, they have, they, they're one of the best teams. They're the champions. They've won like two of the last three years of the league in Honduras. He's he just debuted for the national team against Puerto Rico, ironically enough. And uh, this September, he's 21 years old. He's a center back, five ten, but he's pretty good in the air. He's quick, he's a right center back. Yeah, right center back. He's pretty quick, pretty agile. He could jump. You want to uh, the game that that I've been told to look at is the game against uh, Saprisa in the in the Concacaf uh, tournament that they had uh, here recently. That was supposedly the, the game. Where uh, Sean McCallie was at and sat down with the owners in Montagua, then they've been after him even before they got Oscar Pareja or even knew they were getting him. It's just someone that the scouts have had an eye on for quite a bit. Apparently, he has the same representation as Hinman Cano as well, so that's pretty cool. Oh, two, two for one. 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 Yeah, yeah. But he's he's 21 years old, and uh, the Honduran folks think he's the best player in the country. Think he's going to be like a, a lock starter for the national team. And there's upside, and they're basically look. He's bad. He's too good for the Honduran league, and he needs to blossom. And they think they, you know, it could be just home home cooking. But they think, you know, even MLS is he's going to move f- past MLS too. So I mean, it's young upside. We we only have one right footed center back, which is uh, Alex De Jong at the time. And, uh, and I, I I like the idea of it. It sounds like it's pretty advanced. I mean, 
they saw Sean McCauley there, and uh, the guy, um, he, he seems to be ambitious to get out of the Honduran leagues, done what he needs to do, won the championships. So I'm pretty, ex- I, I'm pretty excited. I, I like the idea of the business. I'm going to check him out a little more. But the idea of 21-year-old center back with, uh, with upside like this, I mean, that sounds great. Five foot ten. <clears throat> yeah, we had guys like Sh- Shane O'Neill. Like, it's peaked. When, when we talked to yeah. we, we talked to these when we talked to them, one of the things we talked about, uh, Cleon was like, "There's no upside on some of these guys, right? Like this guy's 21. Like there's upside. Yeah, five foot ten, but he's he's decent in the air. He's got a seemingly a good vertical. Uh, if yeah. you looked at his highlight tape, yeah, that some we of you posted. guys missed Tommy Redding. You, you guys check out how tall he was. <laughs> and then uh, six two. He likes to go to uh, Tommy Redding is not six two. He likes to go to ground. No, he didn't look it at all. It seemed like. Um, at least that that was a major part of the highlight tape was him going to ground, especially as a last ditch defender. Yeah. But he's very good at, at picking the ball and and getting the ball, and uh, hopefully that doesn't work against us against in, in pro in pro referees. He sure didn't. He sure did, man. He <laughs> played five two. Yeah, man. Uh, he but, was bad in the air too, man. So and you terrible. see the you see the guy uh, it, when he does score goals are t- typically off of set pieces. So I mean, there's a lot of positives that go into him. He's young, like you said. If we can get him for cheap or maybe on another free, then we flip him in a couple of years if he does really well. Uh, he's versatile. In the highlight tape, he was playing some right back too, and even a little bit of left center back when needed. Oh, and he's um, actually played left back some too. Yeah, yeah so yep. he can play all he around. Four positions. Um, I could see him starting in a four back if we find. I mean, if Moutinho stays out left with uh, Janssen and him at, at uh, center back, and then Huan out right. But then, of course, if Huan ever goes down you know you, you could stick him at, at right back and then Dijon in at center back there's a bunch of different options he lets you play around and, and be as versatile as possible would you guys agree yeah yeah now yeah. you got me wonder now you got me wonder if they're looking at him as a left back though I mean I think it's more so because I know we got to be looking at left back options too. I think I think they may think that Moutinho is a starter at left back and then maybe just looking to bring in a competitor somebody that's going to push him we, to, they're looking really they're looking a, for a starter yeah, yeah. I, I think they. I think with with Moutinho, you got to look for a starter, and if he wins it, so be it. But yeah. with the, with his injury history, that's what I, I think you too. Have to, you but have I could to see this guy in the highlight tape. It was primarily a right center back, and he did really well. He's he's quicker than Janssen, and I think he would pair really well with Janssen. Um, language barrier might be a problem, but other than that, he's as far as phys- physical. Uh, or physique, you know, when you're looking at his, he compliments him well. You got Janssen, who's a bulldozer, and then you'd have this guy who could actually chase down a guy like Joseph or or a speedy striker and and make a play. I'm I'm honestly starting to think they're they're looking at all uh, because with these guys they brought, people got to remember, like people are surprised that Alex DeJohn came back, but you got to remember they're the ones that brought him in. Yeah, so they do like Alex DeJohn and and some of what he what he has. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, he, I mean, he only played a few a handful of games where he got that concussion, yeah. which pretty much wrecked his season. Yeah, yeah and he but, pulled um, something else, too. At one but you could see he's a freak athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex, Alex DeJean, I'm talking about. Yeah, he's he a could, freak he, athlete. He could jump athlete. out of the building. He can jump out of the building mm-hmm. um, very quick. Um, he, 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 I don't think he's bad on the ball. Remember that, that through ball, too? Uh, yeah, I didn't see him too much on the ball, but yeah. I, he he didn't. I don't recall him ever being Looking bad. No, but yeah, that, that through ball in um, Atlanta to Ruan to Dom who missed a tapping. That was so. I mean, they do seem to have like a little bit of a type. And like with Alex Dijon, he's more. He seems like he's kind of a three back, uh, 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 a three man uh, center back type of player. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy here, if they're looking at that center back, he definitely seems like a 
uh, a three a three back center back out uh, right or whatever. So I mean, they got me wondering because this team this team to me is starting to look it's starting to look like a three five two type of team to me. I I think, honestly I think Huan would be ridiculous as a right wing back. Yes, sir. Yeah, and I think Motina would be better as a right, left wing back too. To be honest, you know, I think I think him being yeah, high he had up a hard is, time getting back though. Yeah, I guess. Um, but if you got a left athletic guy like like him up there, maybe you know, or Kamal Miller who's quick and Matino's also Kamal Miller too. Matino also in a three back could be a left a left center back too. Yeah, so. exactly. That's true. That's true. So I, I think so. With three five two. What would you? What would be your lineup if all of these these people come through? If I'm only going off of the players that are on the team today, plus these rumored guys like. Cano and um and Maldonado. Mm-hmm. I would uh Nani up top with with Kano. Um Perea at the ten. Then the two defensive mids, the two holding defensive mids, that'll be um Mendez and I would probably honestly try the kid right now. Yeah. Because he's got the athleticism to to be back there. You just don't more than Yuri, that's all. No, he's just you're just he's defensive, bro. Like he's it's too slow. Yeah, like that's that was a big problem. That's what oh, a lot way, of our they, problem already was. Yeah. By the way, they resigned Yuri to two year contract. Yeah, got that. So, um, yeah, I would I would start off there. I mean, I I wouldn't I would imagine they're not done in the midfield and they got to be looking at another possibly starter I, at I that hope at so. that next next to Mendez. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll go there. Obviously, Juan over there on that right wing. That's absolutely made for him over there mm-hmm. um left wing uh, i like Matino on the offensive side on the defensive side from there i don't know if he can get back like that so shoot i'm oh no, i'm not goodness. that worried about it i think you can uh, i don't know bro you start you start pushing like like you talking about put yuri there put Matino there then you you're having a lot of problems we just had you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to get away from the problems we already had. Yeah, then but, you're kind of putting them right back. But they, but you're getting but you're getting lethal offensive like service from the left side too. You know, and an ability to keep the ball in the midfield with him that high up, and you know have some possession. That's pretty nice too. I don't know. You got Juan over there. You really don't. No, but I mean, much. you got you can't just over you got you can't just overload on one side the whole time. Teams are going to figure that out. You got to have options. You could you could switch the ball, switch the play. As well, especially with two strikers, especially with Nani, who's going to float left anyways. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why you kind of yeah. don't need that guy over there. Yeah, I mean, you what about a what about a? Uh, but we don't have any other person right now at left, you know, to play left wing back. If we do that, so I mean, no, you could even. What about a? Like, what about I, mean, a I don't want. I don't, I don't want Kamal Miller's lack of offensive contribution. Oh, absolutely to, not. To, Miller. Just because he's, he could get back, or I mean, he's yeah, he, exactly. He can't get back. Well, he can get back, but he's better defensively. He can get back if he stays back and he yeah. don't have to come back. Yeah, he he's <laughs> he's better defender, but but offense wise, he's he's like it's like Kyle Smith. You, you just, might be better off putting Kyle Smith there. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about like In a bucket situation? Four back. He's he's done it. He's done a four for two <laughs> empty bucket before. With like, uh, he didn't work though. Huh, he did it. He did. The problem we have is Perez can can play. Perez played didn't play at number ten Attack, in, yeah. in 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 Russia. But that's how they see him. He has two two defensive. Mids. It would be Mendes. It would be Mendes and, and, and Perea and Perea, and then you have that's Pereira. 
and Nani at the attacking. The problem edge, is that, that that's asking Dwyer a lot of defense from like Nani. Then you're asking. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why it doesn't work. Yeah, I don't know. That's if we, why our, our roster. That, I don't know if that's ideal either. That's why I think it it, it looks like a three five two. I saw him. He, he did that. I read one of the post post match recaps against LAFC, and they had they had the first year, his last year there, they had no they had no shots or any any passes in like the final third or in the box. No shots at all. Once he switched it to that, like he could do it, and he can. It was one one draw. Uh, diamond. They, they scored off a, of a set piece, I think. You see a diamond, so you got Moutinho. No, because we don't. We don't even have midfielders like that. Well, I mean, you could do Yuri at the drop, and then Prea and uh, Mendez at the two. I'm, I'm not comfortable. That wouldn't be our best. Look, I, I'll be honest. I'm not comfortable with anyone other than Kano expecting to start with the new guys we signed. Like we, we our roster, we we just got rid of nine people the other day, mm-hmm. right? We we have to rebuild a lot. There's not a lot of depth right now. So these guys are 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 deaf. Who knows what they really turn out? Who knows if they go back to OCB for a bit? Or well, we don't really know what what what's going to become of them. They're coming from leagues. We don't know if they're going to be good here. So I, when I'm thinking what the roster is, I'm not thinking of any of them starting right now. In my opinion, we I don't feel like we're in good shape if we have to expect a 19 year old from Colombia to come in and start. I'm only comfortable with Kano. No, bro. I mean, you got people from that was already here last year too. No, no, no. I'm talking about. Oh, I'm talking about. Oh, I'm talking about new guys. Yeah. So I mean that that's what that's where I get where the formation would already kind of be because of the guys yeah. I know is going to start, yeah. which would be Nani. You know he's going to start. Yeah. Pereira, you know he's going to yeah, start. Exactly. Juan, you know he's going to start. Mendez, you know he's going to start. Yeah, that's Janssen, you know he's going to start. Five, yep. And then Kano comes in, he's absolutely starting. That's six, yeah, right there. So, that, I mean, that's that's you only got to start a goalkeeper, so that's yeah. seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but that's that whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I was six out of ten outfield players, right? And then from there, you, you could do the three at the back with your current roster is Dejong as the right center back, uh, Jan, Jansen in the middle, and then Kamal Miller as the left center back, who Kamal See, Miller's like, probably best at at the three in the back as well. The rest, and then Moutinho, Ruan, and boom, there's your the rest. The rest of them, the rest of them, it's, it's you know, you, you know, they got to still keep looking for all that type of stuff. But um, uh, out of those players that we know are going to start, like the the main problem is like when you start them out four four two or or um, even a four two three one, you start putting Nani Perea guys like that in some kind of some iffy some iffy positions. Honestly, four two three one would work, but. That's but then you have like Dwyer and Tesho sitting on the bench that are like so yeah, but I mean that's <laughs> yeah. that's a lot of they are bench players. It's a lot of money to be having. Nobody cares about that. We're trying to win. Know. Yeah, look, look, look. I agree, but then but then who do you start at the right mid position? What do you got? Mueller, or Benji? That's right what I'm there. saying. Now you're talking about now you're really back like to Benji last Robinho year. You're back to really have Dwyer, Tesho, that's why and Benji behind it. That's why I can't see it. I mean, I think. If you bring in a guy like Cano, you you, you gotta need have a two striker. And, and, and if you're gonna play striker mid- or Nani at striker, you gotta have a two striker system, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, a four two three one. The problem is the right side, the right mid, right wing, whatever. Even the left defensively isn't. Yeah, defensively Nani is gonna be a problem always. And do you um, think they're gonna be planning to play Nani mostly at striker it, this year? No, if they do a four two three one, I think they 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 put him on the left and and Cano's on on striker. But but the problem is I don't feel great about our right wings uh, our side. Benji, no, right, Benji's, quick guys, Benji's quick. Benji's quick. Mueller, Mueller's kind of nine. stalled a little bit. I like Benji as a man. I like Benji being a backup nine, and um and yeah, uh, exactly and um and Mueller's kind of stalled a little bit. And Tesla's really not a winger. And then the the, the, the midfield fine. It'll be it'll be Mendes and uh, Yuri as the double pivot, and then Perea as the, as a ten. That that's I don't have a problem with the midfield like that. It's just I don't feel I don't feel like. 
I feel like our system, we'd be better off if we didn't have a right mid or right winger and we had a right wing back. That'll, that, brings exactly. out, that brings out the best of who I am. And I think we're a team, I think with that formation, you could kind of counter. Because defensively, you got five back, right? You got five behind the ball. You bring those midfielders in, right? Now you got seven behind the ball. And then you got seven. You got seven there, and then you're going to have, like, it's going to be, like, seven back and three forward. Yeah. When not, you know, you got Perea, boom, sending it over to I mean, I like Tucano and to Nani, right? And then to who, whatever. You it, know, just, it, it fits those guys better. I'm really high on Kamal Miller. I think he's an excellent player with a lot of upside. So I do, too. But but the, like problem is, the problem is we've had such a crappy wa- roster for years that when someone's kind of good, we all want to start them. Yeah, but a, we're going to be good when we have good players like Kamal right Miller, Tesho, who aren't starters. That's when we're going to be good. These guys, we're relying on them for huge minutes in production. That's not who they are. Yeah. Not yet, at least. Tesho's not that. And Kamal Miller can be that. I like Kamal Miller. I think his upside's great. I think that was a great pick. I think he but, could, but, but I think he could be a starter, too. I think he'll be better than Johnson and... Yeah, yeah. By next year, probably? Yeah, I think... I think I love, He's one of my favorite players I mean, if he team. keeps... If he keeps growing yeah 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 come on i Miller. think he'll probably be better Johnson by next season by 2021 yeah huge fan but what you need to do when your team is good is when you have starter capable guys on the bench exactly or rotating not not bringing in dylan powers or exactly. whatever for the cup or whatever. i think we're actually getting to that point so that makes me happy i mean we're talking about you know there's a lot of guys that can compete we're gonna have a lot of money still on the bench yeah, like we're not we're not gonna be able uh, to go out and yeah. and like we all you know, know we need a, we need Dwyer a stud has any sort of a resurgence. You know we need a stud striker, we need a stud winger. If if we are playing a winger, you need a stud right winger as well. We're not going to be able to get both of those. Yeah. We can't. And just add because to we're the stuck midfield. because we're stuck with Dom's money that's going to be sitting on the bench. They allegedly try to move him. It's going to be go. sitting on the bench. It just is what it is. Yeah. Um so I mean then you got Pereira. then if we if they sent Coleman back then you know it's, we're stuck. So yeah. we're not getting we're not I, I I'll be we're not gonna get another we're not gonna get a star DP yeah. right winger as well as a striker. It's one or the other. Yeah, yeah. For so, real. And the strikers uh, I think is more important. Look, if you have a choice between having a star winger or a guy who's a guy who's score goals, you go with goals. Yeah. You figure I'll out the go rest. Nani, I'll go Nani and Kano up top. Yeah. Way before anything else. I think that'll I save think I think that'll save awesome. Nani too. With, with Juan Pereira. over there and yeah. Shoot, if we and can Pereira if we can swing a trade for Kamar yeah. Lawrence on that left side, Ooh, man, that'll be fire. Well, look, look, look what happened. You think in the it would just be allocation money that we would be trading. It would have to. Yeah, no, It'll no take player a lot, swap though. or anything. I don't know. Who? Yeah, don't yeah. Know. They don't want nobody from us. Like I'll tell you, Kyle Smith and you know half a million in allocation, make it happen. Gonna they take took more than that. They did take dead contracts from us last time. Yeah, we, we, I mean, we, they maybe they feel we like, have one glaring dead contract on the right right now. I I think I think look, they one they year tried left. It. I mean, that, yeah. out of all the teams, remember you mentioned it, Clan. To some teams, a lot of teams, unless they don't really point out, you know, say, oh, we're not trading dead contracts or guys with one year less than one year to go. But uh, we have a big one, so you never know as the season goes on. That could be something that starts to intrigue a team that may be clearly looking to not make the playoffs or, or just not having a down year to get some dead weight off to a team like Kamar Lawrence who's in a four-year four deal. deal. <laughs> yeah, but he's on a four-year deal, and maybe he wants out. And, and they they say, don't want out, though. Yeah. It's a little different. It's a little different when you got a guy on, on – when you got a guy – But he wants a fact, big raise, though. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah, they're not like, well, they're signed. not trying to yeah. send you Kamar Lawrence to get back a heavy, dead, giant, fat contract. That's just gonna. Expire, they would rather though. just give that money to. They don't care about that. Yeah. They might just if they want to. They want that money. They rather just give it to Kamar Lawrence. He's worth it. 
Yeah, it's well, the best left back in the league. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Sixth highest paid. So yeah, he's, well, right, he deserves. No, he's not. Rest. He's not. He's not in there. He's the sixth highest paid. Yeah, left I, back. I, yeah, that's. And he's the best left back, like you said. So there's a, obviously some. So I don't blame him yeah. for wanting no, a he race. Needs, he needs a giant race. He said that teams already told him that they'll pay him. So yeah, anybody would. Yeah, Scamar Lawrence. That's for real. Um, now look at Dom. They they allegedly tried to move into to Minnesota for Darwin Quintero, right? And he got the no trade clause. We don't. I know he has it. They never said that he used it. It says he has it, right? Listen, we all know so, Dom loves lakes, but they can't be frozen for five go. months. Out of right, the year. right, right. Yeah, and that that doesn't take as nice of a picture. Um, so <laughs> yeah, so we we know that that maybe he's not really big on the plan, like in the in the plans right now. A resurgence would be nice, but it. I don't think it's again. You know, they're gonna say, "Well, he's here. We gotta keep him. We try to move him." So. You got to just eat it for another year. It's when you came here and you look at a contract situation. You know it's not going to be all solved in one year. Just so the Dami just going to eat it. And, and Oscar Pereja, Oscar Pereja said in the, the interview with Extra Time Radio, he he said he didn't he wasn't saying I can't wait to coach Dominic as he called him Dom. He said, look, Dom is someone who was one of the best the best strikers in the league in the last couple of years. Blah blah blah. And then we got to do something. Last eight years, we got to do something yeah, to help. Go back eight years. Yeah, he said we rely. Yeah, he said his have quote pretty good since he's gone. Too, yeah, yeah. So. And what is his quote? His quote was that that uh, I, I'm gonna I rely on everybody on my team, and we got to do something to help get his confidence back, right? And then I'm is that way we could rely, and I'm always gonna look at the hot hand. Right, so they're saying, and I, you know, in other words, he's gonna go with the hot hand. He's not the hot hand. If you're telling me that the guy needs to get his confidence back, then you're gonna tell me he's not the hot hand. And then he says, "I'm gonna go with the hot hand." Right, so yeah. that means he's not relying on Dom. It'll be nice if if he helped, but I don't think he's going in relying on Dom. So my point is, I think Padeja, if if Dom isn't doing it, he'll sit him on the bench. Substituting attackers is is usually the most common thing that happens. Dom's yeah. gonna get his opportunities. It just won't be at the beginning of games, and if he somehow gets hot you know as a substitute or something you could see him getting getting an opportunity obviously due to the salary that he that he makes Tesho got hot this year double digit goals and we were trying him anywhere and everywhere across the pitch that we could possibly get goals so you know if that's I think that's what he's meaning there if we bring in a guy like Cano obviously he's gonna start doesn't matter what what happens if Don would have to go on a tear and you know, I think Nani and Kano, uh, uh, that's just a front three. That Kano comes. He's, Kano, Nani, and, and Pereira is not just, in, I mean, that's just dirty. Anymore. That would just be dirty. Yeah. That, that I would, would say if, if Kano comes and let's say they go two striker, which I would imagine they would have to, you'd have Nani, Kano, then you would uh, you'd probably have Benji behind Nani as as Nani sub. And then on Kano, you'd, it'll be Don Bell and uh, Tesho. Yep. And you're going to have to beat him out. Because right. Tesla was better than you last year. And Mueller, ben, Mueller, Benji at the end looked nice too. Mueller doesn't that's really. That's what I said. That no, three, yeah. five, Benji, two Benji will be nannies. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Unless Mueller, maybe they try him at right wing back as like a backup to. I'm Mueller. I think I really think he might have to start looking at another positions, bro. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. maybe he I, goes I love to the guy, but, fullback. But you know, that, that next step hasn't happened yet. You know, he's got a little cap. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there's look, there, there's a lot to look forward to. I, we're still building the roster. I think they, they still get a midfielder that's starter caliber, that they see starting caliber. They haven't done anything really in league yet, just sign Yuri, right? So there's possible they bring other play, people from other, within the league. There's still a lot of time left on that. And uh, Oscar Bright has just Kamar been here Lawrence. for, for get it. Yeah, Oscar Bright has been here for like a Go week. We can get Kamar right? Lawrence and uh, Hermine so, Cano and, her, and call it a day. 
Yeah. Fill, fill, get some roster fillers. Yeah. Bring Dylan Powers back. You know, see what happens. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Real quick. Yeah. Uh. Club Direction. You know we like to go long when you say Cl- that. Yeah, I know. Uh. Club Direction. Um. It it, it to me I, I said it before to me this feels like another uh, uh, expansion redo, honestly. With the amount of cap space, uh, we don't have the expansion allocation because Nikki Buds, yeah, pulled it all forward. Wait, wait, so wait, wait, we don't have make, much of that left. Yeah, remember, thanks, Nikki. Yeah, remember Pontenero talked about how we we pulled forward to pay down Sasha, Lamisani, yeah, yeah, and all that. Yeah. So whatever you think is normally available this year isn't. <laughs> yeah. So you know we already burned all that, or Nikki did. Um, thanks. But Nikki. as far as uh, beyond that, um. You know, we're finally getting our training facilities going to be up. Uh, we're not going to be behind the eight ball. Um, we're going to have a we're going to have OCB. It's going to be a youth development and a reserve team. So um, everybody, it, everything should be working the way a club should, in theory, work. Um, new stadium for OCB. Everything should be flowing. So uh, for me, it feels like a new expansion year. Honestly, man, it feels like an expansion year redo. We get, we finally got a good coach coming in from the start, uh, not mid season, coming in from from the beginning. While while things are being put together, it's it's uh, for me. I feel I feel positive, man. I really do. This is Orlando City's first coach they hired on that wasn't in the middle. You know, first coaching hire in the off season that they've done since yeah. they've been in MLS. Yeah, crazy, right? That excites me alone. I, the the um, new training center, OCB, everything being in one That's house. That's got me excited. That, that excites me. Um, the the roster that we currently have, what we got, 16, 17 guys. Something like that. <laughs> that those, those core group of guys that we have really, really, really excites me. Yeah, we, um, we have as many players as the two expansion teams this year have, so. Because you look at what we did, and we cut nine guys, and we cut really a lot of dead weight. Most of it was dead weight. You know, a lot of guys that didn't really contribute to much positives. A lot of guys that that um, you know maybe had one or two shining moments, but but overall it wasn't consistent. It wasn't enough to get us to the next to the next place. And now we can replace those guys with guys that that seemingly can get us to the next place. Um, You know, for me, having guys like Nani Pereira. uh, uh, Janssen, Huan is a big one. You know, Moutinho, Kamar, uh, Kamar Miller. Those are those are big guys to to be able to have and as a core of your team. Benji Mueller. Um, you know, even having Dom on the bench like that. Uh, I I don't know why I still have hope, but it's just because he's now. I I will go back and say that he goes off and on, and it's been known year after year. He goes one year on, one year off, and. He had obviously another kid last year, so you know even that could anything can happen. You know, he's got more rest. I mean, the baby typically, if you hang around, if you hang around more successful people in life, you'll be more successful, right? So if if you hang around a bunch of winners and we get on a hot streak and and we bring in a guy like Kano and he has, you know, and he starts scoring goals out the out the ying and maybe that'll push Dwyer to to want to score goals too, and then you start kicking on all cylinders and then you start getting a team that can get points and and go on the road and, and get points and then come home and, and be a rarity that they don't get, you know, three points. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas last year we were a team that was lucky to lucky to had a losing record at home and lucky to, to get a point on the road. Um, you know, blue blew so many opportunities to get points on the road. So for me, 
I think we're definitely moving upwards and that with the performances that we got from a lot of the guys that we retained last year excites me, I think. Yeah, I, I think if, if um, Dom's got talent and we'll have better players around him, I think, with the new roster. So who knows? If, if, he, if he steps up, fantastic. I'll root for him. At this point, you know, in the military, you go to like, you know, you're private, you go to drill, drill sergeant, tears you down and builds you back up. I think we torn Dom down enough, right? Now, it didn't, didn't, he didn't respond. He's not a guy who got torn down and was like, I'll show you guys. So it's time to build him up a little bit. Maybe we try some positivity. And if not, if he doesn't earn it, then that's on him. But but if anything good comes of it, great. I think having Dom and not having to rely on Dom, if we get someone like like Kano, yeah. that is that's the key. That's yeah. the key. That's I think key he might flourish with that. And I think it'll be a good problem to have if we, we, we don't, you know, we got to find time for him or we got someone who old Dom back who comes in in the, the 80th minute, 70th minute. Imagine that. Yeah, like it, You know, like, Killer Dom's back. I agree. And he, man, we just like, you know, call a wild thing in the bull, in the, from the bullpen in Major Up two, League. 2 1, you send him into ice again. Yeah, like oh, if this man, is, that'll be fire. You know, if we're like in a two striker or something like that. And then yeah. it, it, I feel way more comfortable having Benji and Tesho and Dom. As my backups to come in once my starters got hurt, starters being Nani and rotations and, and, and stuff let's like say that. Kano, uh, if one of them got hurt, if Kano gets hurt for a while, I'm off for three weeks. Okay, then you got Dom to stick in there if he's actually you know on form. Um, that's a lot better than me going into the season being like, oh God, I got to hope Dom is average this year, yeah. and if he's not, then I got. Even bigger crap behind him. Then we have to hope Tesho, Tesho has a double-digit goal exactly. again. Stuff like exactly. that. Is Benji going to, you mess. know, stuff like that. Ben Benji gave us goals we didn't expect coming into the season, right? Um, so, I, I and remember, Dom's best year in Kansas City wasn't a 4-4-2. His best year. That's so long back. I, ain't even I know, but it still, it happened. Year, and I thought I thought when he was here with Laren, years ago. I thought when he was with Laren, I thought they were getting a good chemistry at the end there. I, was, I wasn't happy Laren left, obviously. But I thought they were building a chemistry. He was made, he was getting some assists, and he started scoring at the end. I think Dom can play with two strikers. Hey, look, these guys are trying to give y'all folks hope on Dom. I ain't doing it. Look, I'm just saying. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying. It. Look, done. we tore him down. It's, you know, done, you, we we slapped. You know, you you know they they like the old uh, Hollywood friends influence people, or whatever. You, you you go if you, you you give someone a slap, you give them a hug right after. I'm, I'm just trying to embrace Dom, and hopefully, love will bring him back. I'm just. I'm just. I ain't trying to put it in their head. Yeah, don't don't have, don't go to sleep with dreams of Dom. Well, one of us people has don't to be a realist. This year. It's yeah. not happening. People don't listen to me. Anyways, you <laughs> <laughs> better hope you better hope he has a test show off the bench season from last year. I am. That'd be I, I would take that. I would take that. I, I would, would too. I would. I would even take a Benji off the bench me too. for for what he did last yep. season. I'm gonna go crazy anyway. for every goal he does too. So that will be it for this week. Um I don't know when we'll uh, be I almost back. Feel, I almost feel like uh, what, we need to do a little, leave a little. Uh, you guys got anything to say before we go? I uh, I I'm, can't do my sign off anymore. No, we can't. We got so, a new, we need a new sign off. Thanks for boy, look. Thanks for the interaction always on on Twitter. We, we, we try to if we got news, you know, we try to find stuff and put it out there that you guys, you know, we found and there's some stuff that sometimes we get some information we put out. Thanks for interacting with all the polls and all that stuff we do, and we appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. We're not going to be back regularly right now. Is there really nothing else after this? And uh, he's, just, once, he's just trying to get this over one ten. Yeah, yeah, so bad. And, uh, I am. And uh, so, Dutch, thank you guys. We missed you guys, and we love you. All right, and um, you want to start singing the ABCs? Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, I am wearing purple, Mister Higita. It's been a great five years. Uh huh. Yeah. Been a, it's been a long five years. 
But you and I, it's time to part. Oh, no. Yeah, it's time to part. Do I need to, and, uh, do I need to cue in the sad music? Oh, no, I got music coming. Oh. <laughs> for this part. And uh, this is the end of the road, buddy. Pouring out a little liquor for you right now. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> he did. He actually poured out some drinks. This is the end of the road, buddy. It wasn't in the, well. Have a good life. Deuces. Den Podcast. Until next time, be sure to check us out on Twitter and Facebook and at OrlandoLionsDen.com.